hospital bed. <laughs> Esther, the scarlet fever has taken hold. It has been consumption. Um, sorry I sound like a fucking flirty, sexy frog. Um, getting over something. I don't you know. You sound what. like Skokie Lohan right now. <laughs> I don't have COVID. Don't worry. Um, I have five negative tests to prove it. <laughs> well, you look beautiful. And you're serving me new face framing highlights. You're serving me multicolored nails. I know the audience can't see, but trust when I say it looks like I'm looking at an early aughts pop goddess. Thank you for the greatest compliment ever. It is true. You can see on Instagram, I got these like honey warm highlights for doll face season two. We just started and I got multicolored jelly nails. I'm like a real girl. Like I love princess. I love when Dollface starts shooting because Esther guaranteed, I just pronounced that weird, guaranteed will change up her entire look. I know. Well, it's because I'm on a show with four brunettes. And so I'm the lowest on the totem pole. So I'm the one that gets the experimentation. But I'm so down for it. Like, you know me. I never do anything to my hair. I never, like, take care of myself. So I'm, like, down... When, when a major corporation tells me what to do with my hair and my body. Oh, of course. Like, yes. Your fetish is like a group of men and women in suits with sunglasses coming to your house and just like changing your life in some <laughs> very visible, obvious way. And you just lay there helplessly. Thank you. Thank you for knowing me so well. And I love that about you. And honestly, you know I'm gunning for a season two guest spot. Like whatever it takes to get some free highlights. Like, please. Yes. By the way, Clay will be joining us momentarily. He's dealing with technical difficulties, which I think have destroyed his soul. He is so funny. I feel like any little thing <laughs> that goes wrong, he's because here's the thing with Clay. He's so on top of his shit. His life runs so smoothly that when one little thing goes wrong, he's like, I can't, what's, what is this? What is this feeling? Whereas you and me are just like, everything's always a mess and we just know it well. We live it well. It's so true. Clay tried to log on and like he couldn't hear us. And I I've never seen this side of him. He was like throwing his arms up and flailing them like a gas station inflatable toy. He was like, I can't figure his arms were just like going up and down. It was it was amazing. He was doing like a dance in a bar mitzvah. 
Caroline, why do you look like Kaya Gerber today? What's going on? What are you talking about, dog? Like, I literally just woke up. I'm, like, pissed at you for saying that. Your eyes, your skin, you're so, like, dewy, young, Cindy Crawford daughter. I'll tell you what part of it probably is, but I do want to wait for Clay to talk about it. My baby Botox. Well, we can wait for Clay, but I do want to know what's your current coffee, Starbucks, everything situation? Oh, I'm so happy you asked. I'm still just riding the horse that is my beautiful Breville, purchased for me by Esther's dad at ABT Electronics, <laughs> um, one of my most prized possessions. So right now my current mix is I do my double shot. It's summer, so I like it iced in the summer. I will do a little bit of oat milk from Trader Joe's, very important, not the kind that comes in the refrigerated section, the shelf-stable kind, because the shelf-stable Trader Joe's oat milk is only oats and water. There's no thickeners, no stabilizers, no oil in the ingredients list. Whereas the one that's like uh, the big jug that's refrigerated has like, you know how oat milk ingredients lists be like yeah, but I sunflower oil, safflower oil, like xanthan gum. But I'm a gross mutant, and I love all those gross ingredients. I do, too. I do, too. I got cart shamed by a guy who works at Trader Joe's. He was like, you shouldn't buy this kind. You should buy the other kind. And now I'm like, okay. And, and then this shelf-stable one? How does it taste? It's a little waterier, but it's fine. But the key to me is I either have to have a splash of my thick coconut milk that you told me about, Aroy D, from the Thai Import Food website, or a splash of... Right now I have a little jug of milkadamia coffee creamer in their chai flavor. I bought it at Grocery Outlet. It gives me a little spicy spicy hit. And then I put a couple drops of stevia, vanilla stevia in. That's my iced oh, clay's here. Esther, what's your current coffee situation? So I got a little sick. So I took some time off of coffee. Hi, Clayton. Welcome. Hi, guys. Are uh, you okay? Yeah, I'm great. How are you? Oh, you're so funny. Seeing one small technical difficulty on you is just the, your reaction is so funny. Like you cannot handle it. Oh yeah. I can't handle when things go even the slightest bit wrong, which is why I work really hard to make everything go smooth, go right. Everything be okay. And when it doesn't, I don't do well. Hi guys. Hi Clay. <laughs> How um, are you? Well, so happy that you're here. So happy we're all together. It's been a minute. I know. I, it's it's emotional, isn't it? A little it's, bit. It's a, a reunion episode. <laughs> I know. It's like the Friends reunion. James Corden is like, how was it on the set? <laughs> like, that's oh, what would God. make this complete well, for me. And me honestly... Me and Caroline were in love the whole time. <laughs> and, and Esther does have Jennifer Aniston hair. Can we discuss the elephant in the room? Which is that Esther is blonde. Esther's fully blonde. She's got like a early aughts pop star glow to her. We're loving Dollface season two and what it's done to Esther. Now, Esther, the way that it looks to me from the camera is that you are on the floor. It looks like the pillows on the floor and your legs mm. are like up on the coffee table. Does does, well, what, what? does look like you're doing an inversion. I'm right. propped up. I'm propped up in bed. I am still struggling with whatever the fuck this is. And it's my first post-COVID cold. I know you guys have been, been as lucky as me to get one, um, but it's it sucks, dude. You guys, and it's not my fault. My fucking stupid fiance gave it to me. Okay. 
Dave went to Harvard. Watch your mouth. <laughs> I won't, you know, I won't stand for that kind of slander. Lots of stupid people went to Harvard. Um. Okay, so my current coffee situation, which Clay will get to yours. Um, I'm on tea because I was sick. I took time away from it. And now I'm just like, I go to Starbucks. I get a big ass like venti half passion tea half black tea they're always out of green tea now so whatever but i what yeah they're always starbucks don't starbucks you know how- nationwide shortages starbucks is facing some demons right now they're out of like everything it's but i am like you know what it's okay i want to be a cool customer so whenever they tell me they're out of something i'm like no we're cool Dave. all good i'm like so free and easy um so i've been drinking tea but i'm really excited i want to get i want to make him cold brew i think in the next like month or so couple of thoughts here have you ever tried like the wellness tea at starbucks and what Some, is that sometimes they have it it's really yummy i want to say it's like gingery like chamomile um it's kind of a rare item here i'm looking it up right now Def- now, with yeah. all due respect, Caroline, is your garbage disposal running right now? That is my uh, my standalone air conditioning unit. Okay, got it. And uh, I was worried. I think someone, it's soothing, but I thought maybe your roommate had just decided. Let to me throw turn it off. Let me turn it off. Into the garbage disposal. What would should I turn it off? Is it really loud? No, it's kind of soothing. I'll turn it off. I'll turn it off. Well, now that we know what it is, now when I hear it, I feel cool instantly. Do you know what I mean? Of having like a placebo. So before, keep it on. Before I turn it off. Defense Brewed Wellness Tea, a blend of revitalizing white tea plus citrus and spices. That with some honey, ooh, get out of here. BRB, turning off my air conditioning. Hey, what's going on with you? Because I heard from your beloved partner that you're drinking matchas. Is it true? Yeah, so I went through a little... Well, so I did go through a little tear where I was working... I think I was like on like 38 days in a row and I was doing a lot of night shoots and then also being booked for morning shoots. So I did, so I was consuming, um, let's say about four or five, uh, matcha lattes from Starbucks a day. will run himself ragged for these like 18 year old. (laughs) And meanwhile, I'm the one sick. Clay, this is so unfair that your genes are that much superior. Like it's so triggering. I don't know what's on or off limits anymore. Listen, we haven't been on the pod in a while. I don't, oh, look at Esther's nails. Okay, I don't know what's on or off limits. So I'm going to bring stuff up. And if we want to cut it out, we can just cut it out. But mm-hmm. are we allowed to talk about that Esther has stepped into the world of, has experienced the delight of, has walked into the pond of Dayquil? <laughs> yes, we can talk about this. How good is Dayquil. Okay, this is so shady seeming, but well, can I say what without naming names? I'll, we'll just say that pe- people are taking Dayquil these days. That the, There's the, amphetamines the, in Dayquil, am I wrong? Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, that's what it is, Esther. It's amphetamines. Caroline, will you tell us what you know about Dayquil and the abuse of it? <laughs> Look, all I know is you have Dayquil and Nightquil. Obviously, the Nightquil has something to put you to sleep. The Dayquil has something to keep you awake. And it's some kind of strong like sinus decongestant, I think is kind of like the headline. And a big part of those sinus decongestants, like I know like some Mucinex have them too. They have amphetamines in them. And I don't really oh, get yeah. why. But um, amphetamines are like it's meth. I mean, I'm I'm not a chemist, but it's like meth, amphetamine, so I Adderall. Am, so I am, I am a chemist, Go and ahead. I just know that when I was in high school, when I would get a cold or the tickle, I'd be like, oh, my God, 
I'm getting sick. I can have Dayquil. I get to have Dayquil. So and I remember taking Dayquil and I specifically remember walking up the stairs to class and a wave of euphoria rushing mm. over me that I've been chasing ever since. And it was truly, truly incredible. Hold on one second. Clay on one just second. gave Clay just gave his dog Dayquil. <laughs> Holly, enough. Hold on, you guys. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. The fact that he didn't mute either is like. <laughs> Here, I can mute him. So a few weeks ago, Clayton told me, like, you know, I've been hearing that like teen girls take Dayquil to like get kind of, you know, buzzed. And, and I was like, Oh my God, that's so crazy. Like, and it just kind of sat with me. And then I, I must've made myself get sick because yeah. I did. I pulled a Clayton and was like, Oh, do I not feel well? And I've been taking Dayquil and NyQuil for like a week. Stop it. Listen, Why? I know a lot. Uh, listen, the teens are talking, and I know a lot of young girls that are saying, "I have friends that are that are that are really liking the Dayquil." What do you know about it? And I'm wow. saying, I don't know, but I do know. Carolyn, right in the Dayquil I- horse. I just did it. Honestly, it's so off my radar. Just, I'm processing this all right now. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, is it equivalent to like a five milligram, a ten milligram of Adderall? Like- no, 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 no. Because it's just waves. It's, it's not, it's, it's, you just, you get literally a minute and a half of that Adderall feeling in like 30 second waves. Interesting. Interesting. Is it really dangerous that I, like, I am sick. I want to go on the record. I'll stop when I'm not sick, but is this bad that I'm taking no, it? No, it's really good. It's really, really good. It's Caroline, good to you take medicine. To- it makes your body strong. It makes you feel better. Medicine exists for a reason. Well, like, <laughs> at, like, I don't, first of all, don't ask me, please ask your doctor. <laughs> You are my so doctor, which is Clay, wait, yeah. <laughs> but wait, Caroline, here's the thing that we need to realize about Esther is that, like, no, she wasn't raised a Quaker, but you wouldn't know based on her history because right. Esther, for some reason, never thought she was worthy of having the simple pleasures of life, which is why she didn't have coffee until a few years ago. She's just now taking Dayquil. I feel like we're going to teach her that you can sleep with a pillow at night and that she hasn't been having one of those ever. My parents. Oh, she's me. fine on pillows. Don't worry. <laughs> the one my thing she dad, was allowed. My dad was like always against medicine, so like I grew up. Is he a just Christian talking. scientist? No, I. It's just like we were not allowed comforts. What and kind Jewish. of Jewish person is your dad? Uh, like a strict. I I don't know. But so now that I'm taking Dayquil and Nyquil, I'm just like, oh, well, like I'm a pretty girl now. I'm I'm a rich pretty girl. I'm a teen. Uh, my family loved medicine. Famously, my dad would always um, have like show night and Friday nights, and they would always want me to like be calm and quiet. So if I would ever go to visit my dad on set, they would say, "Come have a little Dimatap," and they would give me Dimatap, which is basically like a Nyquil for kids. So I would just be like quiet and calm and woozy, and I would always just like fall asleep in the audience. Wait a second, what uh-huh. show did your dad? I- I feel like I don't know this about you. Oh, my dad was like a sitcom producer. I'm right oh, His dad what was- What sitcoms? Like, I'm sorry. Like a lot. You're, this is a- Okay, this is a side. this in one day. Like his- oh, The one cool thing about my dad is that when he was like 22, he worked at, in like the mail room at ABC and the Carol Burnett show was like the biggest show, whatever. And he wrote a spec script and wow. he brought it in and dropped it on the desk 
and they hired him and it was like no the Carol and it was the Gone with the Wind sketch and he won an Emmy for it. So he wrote Your dad that, like, wrote the Gone with the Wind sketch. Yeah. It's like the most famous sketch that was ever on the Carol Burnett show. When he was in the mail room. Yeah. That's like his fame that was like his peak. The curtains. Yeah. It's gonna take you a long time to process this. I, I can be there for you. Listen, I'll put it this way. It never made me laugh. But, uh, you know, very, very funny sketch. No, but it's iconic. It's like when yeah. the Time Life commercials would come on and be like the 50s DVD Carol Burnett box set. Like, it, it is would iconic. always start with the Gone with the Wind sketch. Well, the coolest thing about it, too, is that, like, they reference it on RuPaul's Drag Race all the time. And, like, what? queens will, like, wear gowns. Yeah, it is. It's pretty iconic. Clay, okay. But anyway, the point, but Caroline, the point of the story is that whenever there would be company over, whenever I would have to go to the set, my parents would drug me. They would give me Diamond Town. Not hearing that part. And I loved the way it tasted. It was so great. I love the taste of Diamond And then it got into a bad point when I was 10 where I'd be like, can I have some Diamond and have a bath? And they'd be like, (laughs) yeah, you can. And I just loved how that felt. The taste of Diamond Tap, I'm always chasing that taste. It was like a very like musky metal, grape me- taste. Metal it, musky grape. It had a muskiness to it. And you know that um, the things that you would have children's medicine in, it was like a long mm. tube with a spoon on the end. Kind of like a McFlurry. It almost tube, was like a almost, McFlurry yeah. spoon energy. Yeah. Oh, God. So those were some of the best days of my life. I know. Well, Esther, I'm so happy you're taking medicine. I'm like trying to think like what medicines are in my current rotation right now. I'm more of a vitamins girl. And I do rely on liquid gel ibuprofen. Those I are key. I haven't tried it. I always have ibuprofen in the blue liquid gel format. I swear they work faster and they look obviously so much cuter. It's a clear blue pill. Chic. Have it's you, do you guys know about Baraka culture from England? Yes, I have some Baraka, I think, in my desk right now. I took some this morning. I love Baraka. Wait, will you tell us about it, Clay? Because I never use it. Like people. Just, oh, you don't? Well, when I was in England, everyone was like, here, I have some right here. Everyone was like, That's you've got to yeah. buy Baraka Boost. Like, it's like when you're a little tired, you like- Or hungover. Plop. Like, it's the ultimate hangover really? thing. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. And like, when oh I will go, like, when I would go on vacations, I would literally mix my last drink at night with Baraka. And no. that would sort of like, I in my mind- Set me up for success. How are you getting Baraka stateside? Do you have a I would buy it in, whenever I go to England, I'll buy like 10 cases of it. I think I see it on Amazon, but will someone tell me what it is? I don't know if they, if it's the same ingredients in America. The English one is a lot more hardcore and better. It's like a tablet that you plop in your water and it's like, okay, this is in French. It's like emergency almost. Yeah, but it says it helps with mental and physical like wellness. Agility. Agility. I mean, so interpret that how you will, but apparently it really picks you up. Yeah. Picks it gives you right you energy, up. but it also is filled with like B12 and B vitamins, which like when famous people get like the B12 shots or the drip or like if they're hungover in Vegas and they come do that, it's basically just that, it, mm. that you can just get in Europe in a tablet. <laughs> Um, I love medicine talk. Wait, Clay, so one thing we wanted to talk about when you're here, Esther was like, Caroline, you look glowy. You look different. Like something about- Yeah, I'm so sorry I didn't say that. You do. You look glowy. You look different. That's not why I bring it up. It's because- No, no, no. no. She looks like Kaya Gerber. I don't, but 
This is the B-side conversation, Clay, you and I had four months ago, whatever we what last did you recorded. Have done? What did you have done? I had baby Botox done. And I am so truly happy with the results. The Ugh. whole experience was so positive. I don't know why I didn't start doing Botox earlier. It is so subtle. I'm doing it today. It makes me look refreshed. I have an amazing recommendation. The place I went to, I love. The woman who did it to me was awesome. Like, I I couldn't be happier. And, like, obviously I can move my eyebrows, but, like, no lines form when I do that. But that's not even why. I just want to say, for women out there, my sisters who struggle with extreme eyebrow asymmetry— Mine was extreme. Like, I was in denial for many years and, like, one eyebrow. And I get it. Our eyebrows are cousins, not sisters. One eyebrow was, like, at on at least a quarter of an inch lower than the other one. One was, like, hyper-arched. Like, Wait, I was just, well, Caroline, I'm looking at you now, and your eyebrows look so arched. Me and Esther look like cave people, like Geico cave people next to you. Like, look at the arch that she has. I think that's a side effect of getting it threaded at, like, crazy places in Culver City all through high school where they just kind of, like, gave me an arch that I can't get rid of now. But um, point is that I went with my heart in my hands to Zoshi at Facile Dermatology in Pasadena. And I was like, Zoshi, my eyebrows are fucked, bitch. Like, one is so much lower. Can the Botox do anything? I've heard you might be able to. And she's like, of course, I got you. I'm going to put some Botox in the hyperarched eyebrow to relax it. I'm going to put a little Botox in the other one on the side of it to, like, lift it. She just had this whole science, and she was like, but... We never do Botox in just one area. We're, we're going to do baby amounts like all over this area going down to your crow's feet. And like the whole area is going to be amazing and refreshed. So what I'm hearing is that you basically got like custom bespoke couture Botox. You're hearing me correct. Zoshi assessed my face. She gave Ugh. me what I needed. And I'm so happy with the results. My eyebrows are back in formation. I'm feeling smooth. I look awake. I couldn't be happier. I'm like the biggest Botox devotee now. Well, I also think this sort of speaks to the idea that like, it's not really about like the service. It's about like the person, the artist who's doing the work. Cause it's like someone saying like, Oh, I need a haircut. I can just go to any haircut. It's like, no, it's not about the haircut. It's about the hairstylist. It's about the person administering the Botox. Who's going to look at your face, analyze where it needs to go. You look amazing. I, f- I feel amazing. I'm going to spend the rest of my life begging women to get Botox now. Like That's, I, your, that's your platform. That's and, my and platform now. Caroline, what would I get? I guess you get baby Botox, which is small amounts everywhere that just kind of like subtly smooth and lift in the places that you want it to. I'm probably too scared. I feel like if I need anything, I need filler. Like I have one eye that's just like sad, but I'm just, I don't know. I'll just take my Dayquil and smile. I mean, I, I want to get the works. I, I want to get the works. Clay, I want it all. We got to get you in <clears throat> there. I know. I just, there's just no time. There's no time. There's no time. Time. There's no time. You need... Okay. Well, we don't have to get into the... But you do need an assistant that you can send out on like less important jobs. I thought you were going to say an assistant to go get Botox for me. Bring the... Yeah, they'll <laughs> go get learn. the vials. Bring it back. Well, listen. If any Glomies are listening, I actively am looking for... A really good assistant. Are you really, Yes, I need an I, I need an assistant who is basically available every day. Yeah, you need a full time assistant, like I straight do, up, who's on the payroll. Everything. 
Yeah, I do. That's a huge deal. Holy shit. Why is that a huge deal? I don't but want- here's the thing. I need them to be the most hardworking, the most mm-hmm. talented, but not be too ambitious. Because I was the ambitious assistant for five years. And now, and now I need one. <laughs> Can Donut do it? So actually, we, I had a meeting with Donut. And <laughs> the interest wasn't there on Donut's end. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm here as a favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, she was just like I thought this was a general but okay um, oh no I'm kind of like trying to write <laughs> yeah. the, honestly the thing is that Donut does have stories it's literally mommy dearest all about Esther and how horrible she is <laughs> I'm Wait, producing talk- the Donut biopic I'm sorry so I, I am noticing that you haven't really said much about Esther's hair and Esther does keep no, we did open. It, throwing it into the camera Okay, one thing I will say before we move on from the hair is how much better does it look, Esther, when it's just naturally dried like this? Yeah, you you're you know my you know me. You know my hair and what it needs, and it needs nothing. That's the thing about the crazy thing about Esther's hair is that like it took wow. me two years to realize that like her hair, when it just is, you know, after her filthy bath time and it dries naturally, that is when it looks the fucking best. And the more that you work her hair, the shittier it looks. The more that you're like, what? let's curl it. Like, look at this texture that right now. This yeah. is so much better than if I went through with, like, a wand and curled it out. Like, this this is what we're trying to get for everyone. Is Esther's <laughs> hair a 1A, like a pure straight? It's straight, but when it's a little dirty, it gets these perfect, soft little bends. Like that, this is what I try to do on everyone's hair, is what she does. That's what I ask for when I get a blowout. I say I want it straight with a bend. You say you want Esther Filthy Bath. Yeah. I say, give me the Pavitsky extra day quill, please. You know, when I first started working with Esther before I taught her how to really clean herself, is I would be blow drying her hair. She would come and her hair would be sopping wet. And I would blow dry a section over, over, <laughs> over, and nothing. And I would say, Esther, what is this? And she would say, well, I did put, like, so many oils in the bath, and her hair would just be covered in oil, and you wouldn't be able to blow dry it. It would just, I'd say, well, we'll do a wet look. <laughs> Esther's bath time is, like, a mysterious, ren- like, ritual that I, like, don't ever want to know too much about. It scares <laughs> me. Like, the bits and bits and bobs I have heard sound it sounds like a disturbing like it's like many it's like yoda's planet it's literally <laughs> like there's just like things flying by in swamps and just like <laughs> like little dinosaur eggs hatching well while we're on the subject i do have a bath tidbit uh it like pro bather advice <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's pretty basic i'm sure everyone already knows this but i've really been focusing <laughs> I've been focusing on implementing um, Epsom salt in my bath, and I'm I love it. I'm all in. I'm I get it now. I think Master more- brought the salts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally like one eye, the other eye is melting. It's like here you go, my beloved. <laughs> precious salts, precious salts. <laughs> I collected them from the depths of the ocean. Are, Are you, you pleased, Mister? Esther's 
monster literally has scales that just disappear when she gets in the water. Wait, have you guys seen the movie Luca? Not yet. The gay love story of our times. First of all, it's called Brokeback Merman, and it's the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Sobbing, 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 sobbing. Mm, call me by Merman. <laughs> call me by Mermaid. Um, so I watched it during the day, which I've never watched a movie during the day. Your schedule is like truly giving me stress. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't watched a movie in so long, but I watched it during the day, and I think it's a day movie. It's a day I movie. I think if I had watched it at night, it would have been a different story. But during the day... As someone who's very privileged and is very grumpy that they're not getting a, any vacation time this summer on which to take a romantic jaunt to Europe, I don't know if I can watch Luca. I think it's going to trigger me. It takes place in the one number one place in Italy that I want to visit, the Cinque, the Cinque Terre. I know. It's going to make me grumpy, but I do want to I have watch a big it. Italy trip next summer, which I'm excited for. But of course, it is work. But I am very excited. <laughs> Oh, that is exciting. Oh, I want to hear more about that. But yeah, I'm ugh, I'm really I really wish I could just take a rom I would give anything to drop all of my responsibilities and just like flit off to Europe right now. Caroline, I was actually thinking about this because I was thinking about you and how I know you want to travel right now and everyone's traveling. You're okay, just hear me out. I know you're gonna be against it, but you are working on Zoom. Why not? Okay, so here's my answer to that. I am traveling. I'm going to New York next week for pure pleasure. However, when are you going? Next Thursday. I'm going for like 10 days, so we'll hang out. Okay. Me too. I I just quit doll face. I'm coming. (laughs) This uh, Clay and I have only hung out in person once, which is like the (laughs) funniest, saddest thing. But uh, my hours as I go east become untenable. When Mm. I'm in New York, I'm going to have to be on Zooms from 2 to 8 p.m. every day, which, like, I'm going to be so grateful to be in New York. Like, I will make the most of every second that I'm not on that Zoom. But, like, in the summer, working 2 to 8 p.m., those are, like, the hours that you want to be, like, out having a drink, having dinner. But that's okay. And then, like, Europe would be, like, even worse. Like, I can't even do that math. Really, the only way to make it work is to go to Hawaii. I have to go way west because then my Zoom hours would be, like, six to noon yeah but you're still waking up at 6 a.m i know and like and having to like actually be creative and have like your job isn't a job where you can sort of just like clock in you need to be alive you need to be barocked out you'd be surprised but point is that i've thought about it always you can't win on zoom but it's okay oh no you can't win it no 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 one can win no one can win at anything so wait, Clay, you're going to New York for a pledge for biz? No, no, for for work. I'm going to New York and then I'm going to DC and then I think I'm going back to New York. But I am making a pit stop in between that to come home for a day oh to see Christina Aguilera at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. That's my pleasure. Oh my goodness. Is it just Christina Aguilera performing the hits? Like she doesn't have a new album. It's Is there like- her with the Philharmonic. Shut up. So it's like, I think she's starting a new point in her career, which I'm thrilled, which is like, she's going to be a orchestral singer. So who knows what, but her with like full strings doing. Ave Maria. I, yeah. Great. Great. I'm sure she'll do like dirty too, but like with strings and it'll be fun. Oh my God. A new arrangement of dirty. Dirty. Yeah. yeah wow. That's, that's going to be with harps. I, I want more. Dirty needs more harps. I've always well, said that. That's what, yeah. You, you have always said that and you've always been right about that. So, um, but I, yeah, I think I'll be back. I think I will be in New York when you're there. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. I'm going to be staying at a hotel with a pool. Come Where are you staying? By. The 
<laughs> the Trump Hotel. No, <laughs> the Williamsburg. Oh, they're gonna say the Whitby. Oh, I know the. I know you know. I know the Williamsburg. It's cute. I don't know Clay. I mean Esther. <laughs> Sorry, Esther. I just called you Clay. What is your next like pure pleasure moment that you have planned? Uh, taking Nyquil tonight. I don't know. Like, can, so can I make a recommendation for you, Esther? Oh, I think you should take the Nyquil before your bath. Mm-hmm. Stop. Get into the bath. I'm not taking sick. Clay with his little bath drug. I think tricks. you really should. It's going to be just like that song. Notice me, take my hand. Esther, you drown in the tub. Esther um, slips under. Master, master, <laughs> we'll provide you. Good <laughs> again. No, I was dealing with some health stuff, as you guys know. The last few months, like I'm, t- everything is fine. I'm totally good now. Um. And weirdly, my for pleasure activity right now is going to ballet class. Like I want to get back in and pretend I'm this professional dancer that I'm not be amongst like the the pretty special ballerinas and just like feel and enjoy that for fun. So that's kind of my for pleasure thing right now. Cause like, I'm similar to you, Caroline, like I can't go anywhere till October. Um, I'm going to do the road in October, but I, you know, I'm, I'm here for the next three months for Dollface. Wow. Wow. Now, how is it being back on set doing Dollface? Dude, honestly, it's so great. Those girls, like, it was so fun to reunite with them. By the way, for people who heard Shay Mitchell on our podcast, when she told us she was doing TikTok coffee, she's still doing it, but now she's adding spinach. So if you want to know more about what that's about, you can listen to that episode. But um, yeah, it just... It sounds like what your bathtub is made of. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. It's just TikTok coffee and spinach that you're soaking in with Epsom salts. Um, But it's... I'm like... I feel like if you give me a two-year break from something, I will come back and I will kill it. Like, I just need two years off, COVID, all that. And, like, it's just, it's been so fun. I'm really excited to be there. Was it really two years from the last time That's, you filmed? That's insane. That yeah. Two of them, two of the cast members are moms now, and they were not before. Oh, my God. Wait, who has babies? Brenda and Shay. Damn. Wait, there's a huge update. Esther got a new car. <sighs> Oh, oh my god. god. She's changed. Oh my god. The beat you ha- finally had to put the beast down. And by the beast I mean your 1995 Toyota Camry. <laughs> I when I tell you that the car smelled so much like kombucha, but there was no kombucha <laughs> to be found. It was like old yeller. We ought to take it out in the back and shoot it to put it out of its misery. But do you still have the car? Oh, yeah. I refuse to get rid of it. Because what do you mean? God. It's an installation at this point. The insurance on that car is so fucking cheap. There's no reason to get rid of it. What, I'm keeping- wait, what? what are you going to do with it, though? Um, You know, if anyone in my life needs a spare car, I've got one. No, you don't. It doesn't work. It does. It never died. By the way, when I moved to L.A., 12 years ago i always assumed that that car was gonna die within two years i can't i got so much time out of it like it's the best investment of my life but i did buy a new car i was just i was i did have tesla fever for a second mm-hmm. i was like oh my god i really want one it's it's like clay do you have a tesla i'm getting one i want one the suv want- or the regular one renee won't let me drive an suv okay sorry esther continue <laughs> no so i had tesla fever and i 
just like, I told my dad and he just like freaked out. He was like, you're paying for the name. That's crazy. And I did end up getting a 2021 Toyota Corolla hybrid. And it is, if you, so my last car was 01. This is 21. So there's a 20 year difference in the car. It just is, like the gap between season one and two of Dollface. It is. I, you know, if you ask me, I tell you, I'm driving the nicest car on the road. It is so fucking great. I love uh, it. When you go from a car without Bluetooth to one with Bluetooth. Oh, my God. Get I out of s- here. Yo, you guys, I still get excited when the album art pops up on the screen. I still feel like me I'm too. literally in Kanye West's vision of the future in 2000. <laughs> this is the Jetsons. Excuse yeah. me. Esther, couple questions. Does it have a cassette deck? It doesn't, and that's hard. I know. They don't make them with cassette decks anymore. That's really hard for me. There's no CD player. Is there, like, is there a hack we can look into where you, like, plug in, like, an audio input and it, like, connects to a side CD player? Like, we can tell you what the hack is. The hack is going on Spotify and for only $10 (laughs) a month listening to any fucking song that you want. (laughs) Fair enough. My old cassette player and CD player transplanted into my (laughs) That actually would be cool. Um, I still have some spots on my Spotify family plan if anyone wants in. Um, I'm just giving them out at this point. I feel like you have ads, be honest. No, I don't. I pay for a family plan. That shit's expensive. I got everyone on the payroll. Like my brother, my mom, like aunts and uncles are on it. Like you don't even know. You don't even know the pressure that's on my back, the weight. Carrying everyone on my Spotify family plan. Esther, okay, so let's talk numbers. You put some money down. You're paying some money per month. Like, no, what she can paid you all up front? You did. Yeah, I bought the car wow. in full. I mean, when you when you don't wow. buy a new car for 20 years, you can really save up. Um, well, and apparently the insurance was so cheap on the old car. You just you were printing money. Esther, did your dad help you find a deal at a Toyota dealership, or did you just pull up to a Toyota dealership and you had like a number in mind? Like, what can you share with us about your car buying process? Well, here's the thing that really sucks about the timing is that right now it's really hard to buy cars because it's actually like a seller's market. Like, oh they don't- no, it's like with houses. Yeah. So there wasn't, we always knew there wasn't going to be that much room for a deal, but basically <clears throat> I knew what I wanted. Well, I, 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 when I was in Skokie, I test drove a Corolla. I was like, this is good. I can do this. I came back. I called around who has a, the hybrid, found one and went in, drove it. And then I had, did have my dad call poor Mario at uh, Glendale Toyota and talk to him and uh, get a price. But I paid above sticker. Like with what? Tax. Yeah, it's not. I did not get a good deal at all. Right. And it's brand new, right? This wasn't like a car that's like a year old. This is like brand new off the lot, zero miles. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, because I know that a lot of people like to lease, but I like to fucking bang and beat this. I'm going to turn it into an egg beater. And that's how, that's how I am too. I want to own it. I want to abuse it. I want to use it. So I was like, I'm just going to buy this and have it for the next, hopefully fingers crossed 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, and just be careful around uh, a certain one of your friend's uh, stylists because she has been known to hit cars and run away. Um, <laughs> now, Caroline, are you moving? Um, yes. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I went on mute for a second. I'm moving. I looked for a house for months. It's a seller's market for houses as well as, can- as, well as Corollas. <laughs> I just couldn't get my head around buying the most expensive purchase of my life in ultimately a sucker's market, mm. like where you're gonna pay more than you expected to. Like, I would much rather wait, like even mm-hmm. if it's two or three years, like, I mean, I, 
I just have no problem waiting. So in the meantime, I didn't want to have to do it, but I'm moving to another apartment. I mean, as you guys know, I can't have a roommate anymore. Like it's driven me to insanity. Like the last year of my life, I was in the grips of roommate induced insanity. It was affecting my quality of life. Like, and I can already feel a weight has lifted off my shoulders. I found the cutest place and get this. This was the ultimate moving hack. It's two doors up for me. So I am basically, in any free time that I have, just like I'm paying rent at two places right now. Mm-hmm. And I just, whenever I have free time, I just like take a box, take a bag, like just get it in there. So when August hits, my place is going to be pretty much livable and I'm just going to make a smooth transition. And you guys, I am living for the indulgence of my new two-story, two-bedroom apartment. I'm going to have an office. I'm going to have a little treadmill in my office. I'm going to have a TV in my office and I'm going to walk on my treadmill and I'm going to watch whatever I want to watch. I'm going to watch Luca. I'm going to be getting a big, fat, nasty TV. I got a big, fat, nasty Costco couch. I'm just going to sit on that couch. And I'm just like so in it. And speaking of assistants, I have hired an assistant, part-time assistant for this month and next month who is there to receive deliveries. He's organizing task rabbits. He's installing shelving. Like he is my guy. I am living my life. I'm delegating. I'm time management's on a thousand. I'm loving my life. And I'm, can I tell you that my eyes are watering? I'm so fucking happy for you. This really is like the culmination. This is all of us really glowing up. Like I know. you got the car, the show, you're moving. I found the perfect house. I what? don't know tell if we're going to- everything. Well, I don't know if we're going to get it. When I tell you the realtor didn't care for me. Um, she she did not think I was funny, charming, likable. I want to say it's homophobic, but it's again to rent. I looked for places to buy. It is not the time to buy. Caroline is so right about that. Can you tell us anything about the place? Well, yes, it's a house. It's a proper 1950s little house in Valley Village. In Valley Village, big I... beautiful backyard, and. It's three bedrooms and one and a half bath. So I think the reason why I, the asking, like whatever the monthly rate is affordable is because one and a half bath for like that big of a space, like you really, you couldn't have a roommate, you couldn't have kids. Everything is one or one and a half baths. But it's perfect for me and Renee. You know what I mean? So hopefully we get it. We'll see what happens. I'm going to call her again today. She doesn't Did like you? Me. I learned so much from my house buying process. Did you write the letter? Were oh, I wrote like, a letter. To, I wrote letters to the did neighbors you, like, to wave, give to the owners. Wave contingencies? Yeah, I wave contingencies. I said I'll sign a two-year lease. I said I'll sign a three-year lease. I wow. Said, so no inspection contingency, <clears throat> no loan contingency, no nothing. Well, no, no. It's just to rent. It's renting. It's renting. It's renting. Oh, it's a rental? That's No, that's perfect. I'm doing the same thing that you're doing. Don't hate me. I'm not buying a house. Don't worry. Oh, I, no, no, no. Page. No, no, no. I didn't hate you at all. I was so happy for you. But I was going to say Valley Village is really expensive. I was impressed. No, no, no. I found a place to rent for pretty cheap. Oh, wow. Oh, my God, Clay. I hope you get it. I do, too. I really Can I do. sleep over in both of your guys' new places? I'm I'm well, so interested. I I'm getting a this. king bed. There's plenty of room. I know. We're, we're going to be king too. I promise you this. We're going to rent a house by fall, no matter what. If it's not, this one will be something. And I promise you, even with my schedule, with everything, I will be hosting a dinner party at least once, if not twice a month, that you both will be invited to. I want candelabras. I want candelabras. I want a braised meat I want sides. and I, I, I don't I think you understand that I am a host living in a popcorn ceiling world. Like I haven't been able to literally come out. I want to be, I, I've started the art of corsetry lately. 
I want to be fully corseted up. (laughs) I have two months to get the ribs where they need to be. And I just want to be serving people in my corset, making everyone feel so comfortable. You want to smoke inside? Smoke inside. Like, Is this the final culmination of our relationship is you serving me while wearing a corset? Because I'm drooling. Honestly, it's the art of corsetry. Have you guys ever been corseted? Not Mm -hmm. properly. I've I've dabbled with waist trainers, which, you know, we can't compare them, but it's not it's not good for the ribs. Let's be honest. I am not. It's painful. I'm very I'm very interested. I'm not. I want Clay in a full like 1800s Victorian corset on point in point shoes holding like an overflowing cheese plate. Listen, we, yeah, so hopefully, but don't you feel like this is like a weird emotional, like we're all sort of like, this is the culmination. This is the perfect, dare I say, finale. Series finale of Glowing Up. Is this the series finale? Can we be honest? This is the last episode for now. We are, you know, gently shutting a chapter, whatever book. I don't know. Fucking why did I choose to talk? Um, I'll talk and say that this isn't our choice. There are things going on behind the scenes. (laughs) And let's just say that maybe my star power was too much for the show. Maybe my list of demands were too high. No, that's not it. Listen, this isn't our choice. Or this is this is the it's partially finale. our choice. It's mutual, Clay. It would be the better way to say it. Yeah, we're <clears throat> things are happening in our lives, and we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a beat, and the three of us are going to fucking put our heads together, and we already have, and we'll be back. But for now, we have to take a little break, and it sucks. It freaking sucks. Like I'm emotional. Are you guys emotional? I've literally been on one episode. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm emotional, but I'm more excited about finding like a better way to do a podcast with you two. Like our current deal structure, like our current recording schedule is untenable. The podcast industry has like changed since we started doing mm-hmm. glowing up. Like what's the bigger, better way that we can like bring a better show to people and like do it in a more reliable fashion. I'm like very excited about Well, the here's future. the thing is like, is we are going to come back bigger and better and Botoxier than ever. Oh, you best believe that. And I promise you this, when we do come back and we will, it will be every week, reliable, club, another club, another club, plain. Unbelievable. Never been topped. What's like the other Gaga thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of a kind. Not afraid to reference or not reference. Grown <laughs> up. Shit on it. I hate when people say shit on it. I hate that whole culture. Okay, but whatever. But the point is. I do hate that culture. This isn't goodbye, but rather a small guys, goodbye. I'm also, I'm also not opposed to maybe my new house has a fucking studio where we go in and it's we're just sitting in front of a, a shelf of 50 wigs yep. having fun talking i will be corseted i will be feeding all of you delicious little treats like this is <laughs> this episode is us growing up this is our graduation but the college years are coming yep absolutely absolutely there's so much left in this horse to beat out like that's oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's so much left. Clay, you have to have an all-purpose playroom slash glam room slash recording studio. You know that I literally do, and it's going to have a piano in it, too. Like, the one that we're looking at, I have what I'm calling my studio, which is literally just going to be, like, shelves of wigs, a piano, and then just racks and racks of hair extensions, and a couch, and it's going to be, like, a whole... It's going to be my playroom where I can have my Rosie O'Donnell dolls out. (laughs) Slowly, just like Dayquil on tap. Oh, yeah. Literally a keg of Dayquil and Dayquil. I am so excited. Mugs. So many of the view mugs. Oh, yeah. Everything. Every year. I have been buying dolls on eBay and I'm not happy about it. It's not good. Did I see, did Esther post a picture of you with your childhood Wizard of Oz collection or did I dream that? No, that was, yeah, but that was also about one tenth of it. You know that my collection toured libraries across America. How did you amass that before eBay? You were like eight in that picture. So me and my mom, I would take um, days, if not weeks, off of school. And we would travel to toy conventions. This is like, why? It was the only thing that me and my mom could honestly bond about was buying vintage things and taking like um, sleeping aids. Quick question. I'm so sorry to go into the Wizard of Oz collectible thing. I know that's a podcast in itself. That's what what the, was your most treasured item? And it doesn't well, have to I, be monetary. It's like the thing that was hardest to get, the thing that first comes to mind. Well, so the only thing I do have out now at my apartment is that I have all the first edition books. From oh my God. Those are worth thousands. Yeah. So I have Aren't all they the worth like editions. tens of thousands of dollars? I don't know. They're, I don't know. Some people say they are, but then I'll look on eBay and I'll see one of the ones that I have for like uh, a the few provenance. The provenance of an eBay first edition. Um, but I do have all the first edition books. That's yeah. like that's. And I have multiples. Do you guys want one? Honestly, that's incredible. I'm so impressed. You I would just love shut to. Me I, I want to start giving. Well, I, yeah, I really want to start. It's the point of my life wow. where I need to go into the archives and just when I see people hand them Wizard of Oz merch when I leave. I want I want weird like kitschy nineties like Wizard yeah, of I'll Oz give, merch. Yeah. I mean I have I mean I Where is it? Place. Is it in storage? So my mom has like a two story garage that's mostly just filled with Wizard of Oz stuff. <laughs> but I really want to get I have a lot of like nineties oh kitchen stuff that i want of like cookie jars and like that needs to come back yeah clay can you please send me more pictures of childhood you with behind like a giant lucite cabinet of like Uh unimaginable amounts of merch but you know that also like i wasn't allowed to play with them it was like my mom they were mostly my mom's like i was sort of like the you were the igor and she would make me go up and pretend that, like, I was, like, like please, like, I've always wanted a toy like this. Even though, like, we had a million and then she'd get a deal and be like, suckers, and, like, throw it into our pile. It was very dark. Were you getting it at garage sales? Like, no, we going- would go to conventions. Okay, okay. For, like, vintage toys. We oh, would go my to, like, God. We would, sh- we would fly places. <laughs> like, I would take days off school. My mom would be like, oh, well, there's going to be one in Ohio. Like, we got to go. Like, my mom I really bored because I had all those teeny beanie babies and I had, <laughs> but they were in their packages. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to take them out. And my Corella Barbie doll and my Spice Girls Barbies, they had to live in their box. It was so sad. I mean, my, I have some Barbies that were not allowed to leave the box. It's kind of like, this is like a haunting memory for me. And it was like my dad. My dad had no <laughs> knowledge of like toy culture or like, 
toy auction culture. Like there was no plan. There was no game plan. He was just like, all he knew was don't take it out of the box. Well, the thing is like the nineties and early two thousands was like all about like collecting toy culture. Like that was a thing. And it really went away for 20 years and people were like, no minimal clean. I don't, yeah, this is all junk. Clutter, but Marie Kondo. Well, our generation uh, can't afford real estate. We have no storage space. So all I can literally, all I can invest in is dolls. So the collecting culture is back, baby. When you say dolls, I know you have some brosies in your possession. Any other recent acquisitions so, that you yeah, can share so with us? I've I've gotten really into buying Rosie O'Donnell merch and also Jar Jar Binks merch. I'm so into both of those categories, Clay. Thank I you. I know you get it. Those are big for me. Like I really need like a kid's large vintage Jar Jar Binks shirt if you see one. They're That's expensive. Like, I yeah. I know. And you know, there's a whole like there was a whole when the Phantom Menace came out in 1999, like a whole really chic like gothic tie dye collection. I need with like one Jar of those. Jar Binks with like black tie dye and just like Jar Jar. Like, I need that Jar Jar Binks culture. Like it, it is the symbol of like man's hubris. Like <laughs> that was the before the fall of the empire. That was pre 9 11. That was I like know. the peak of like CGI <laughs> like. like Mm -hmm. gratuitous characters, merchandisable characters. It's a, tr it's a monument to man's arrogance, Jar Jar Binks. It really honestly is. It was our pyramids. It was our pyramids. Yeah. I love this for you so much. I love Jar Jar Binks. You guys know that at one point Michael Jackson was supposed to play Jar Jar Binks? Of course I know this. <laughs> <laughs> and Rosie O'Donnell merch, like that... You know, well, the, Rosie O'Donnell had McDonald had Burger King toys. No, like she was like one month no. at Burger King, they were like, and Rosie O'Donnell, like that was your toy with purchase. No, mm. no, Rosie Been O'Donnell merch. I feel like it's a lot of like dirty white hats with like that logo <laughs> on it. Like yeah. I need to see like the rarer. Should I more... bring the doll? Yeah, it'll take one second. Let's end on the doll. Yeah, let's go out strong. Let's end on the doll. That's I I'm I'm just not I'm not well. Every time Clay reveals a fascinating, unbelievable facet of his past or personality, it like it no, it, it never trips ends. me out. Oh this my. is this is how glowing up ends on a whimper of the Rosie O'Donnell. I disagree. Doll. This is a strong out. First of all, she's wait, how do I get the reflection? She's friend of Barbie. She's friend of Barbie. That's a bit like queer baity or something. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Caroline or Esther, what have you described what you're looking at? Um, you know, it's, it really looks a little too much like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like, I feel like the whole perk of getting your own Barbie is that they maybe kind of smooth around the edges of your less flattering physical features. Like maybe they like cinch your waist in a little bit. Oh, like, no, no, no. With Rosie, they really committed to really nailing the reality of Rosie. And the back you play with as the set of her talk show. And by play with, you mean it's a two one-dimensional cardboard sliver of part of the set, and you can just put the Barbie in front of it? Now listen, the second that I get the, the alert on the my screenshot phone. screenshot this. Thank you. And the back, please. <laughs> Thank you. Now, the second that I get the alert on my phone that the asteroid is coming, Rose is coming out of the box, Jar Jar is coming out <laughs> of the box, and we're going to do a whole talk show interview, just the two of them. He's going to talk about how Michael Jackson was up for the job, he got it. Now, I'm just praying for that alert. Oh, 
But who was this doll for? Because Rosie O'Donnell, the talk show, was not for children. Like, I watched but it. But it was for I, everyone. I Esther, it. it was a four-quadrant hit. Thank you. Okay. It I was, watched, it was I a cultural it. phenomenon. But I never was like, felt the urge for the Barbie doll. I didn't know about it. Well, she, here's what people don't talk about is that the show was huge and she took it off the air herself. Yeah. No. And they offered her literally $100 million to do two more seasons. She was like, eh, I'm over it. She wow. was a cultural phenomenon. Everyone loved Rosie. Like you can't, we we can't understand. It, it was like bigger than Oprah at the time. Yeah, no, like, she had bigger ratings than Oprah. Yeah, she was a number one show. She's so great. Did you guys recently see on Instagram, Fran Drescher posted that she was playing Mahjong with a group of ladies and it was her and Rosie O'Donnell on a team together and they were celebrating that they won the game. It was like the coolest, like throwback, like fun. To- you guys- I recently did a shoot with Olivia and Chloe and Chanel, who are her stylists, who are amazing, had pulled archive the nanny Fran Drescher pieces. Wow. Like the actual like Moschino original, yes. like checkerboard pantsuits, like iconic pieces. Like a Todd Oldham dress with like fruits oh. on it. Don't get me started with Todd Oldham. Don't. I highly recommend Clay. I know you already follow, but for those in the audience, you gotta follow. There's a lot of like nanny fashion Instagram accounts Mm. where they just like will identify a piece that Fran wore, and it's really like upped my vintage game so much. Like I've learned about so many. I follow this one. Todd Oldham, Isaac Mizrahi, Moschino. Like those are the '90s iconic Fran like brands. Absolutely, I highly recommend collecting underscore the nanny uh really really great account um or fran find database <laughs> these are <laughs> now some- that one sounds a little bit too like i don't know like the dewey decimal system no it, it's really amazing they're really like <gasps> thorough and they just like post pieces side by side uh, with they like find them online it's like look at this what is this unbelievable a bella freud a blue cherry print suit i mean i need that oh my god God. I'm sick to my stomach. I need it. Oh, well, I'm so happy Olivia's doing well. (laughs) She's doing pretty good. Um, You guys, (laughs) this has been such an... First of all, I just want to say, you guys have had this podcast for so long. I came in sort of like um, the Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I was the the Poochie, poochie, the Cousin Oliver. um, (laughs) Sort of like the last minute Hail Mary. Make it work. But um, this has been so cool doing this with you guys. I love both of you so much. You guys are the smartest, the funniest, and just thank you for having me on this. Clay, we love you so much. You brought so much joy, laughter, fun into our lives. You like are inspiring. You're like making us like potentially start like a fun new project. Like you were the missing link that we never knew we had. We, you opened our eyes and warmed our hearts and rosied it up. You guys Loosened know your how, bowels. Definitely. You about you too. I, every time I'm t- with you guys, I feel like I won a contest. You're the smartest, funniest people ever. I'm so excited for what you guys do on your own and what you do next with me. You guys do realize that like we are coming back better than ever. The Trace Amigas. That's right. It's on. That's right. The three musketeers. The power puff. The three musky. <laughs> The tears, three musky Dimetap, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Powerpuff Girls, like insert famous trio here. That is us. We will be back. This is not goodbye, but rather hello. 
hello. in a little bit. We'll say hello soon. It's so hard to say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. You are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> the best way, before we leave, the fact that the opening line of that hit song was, it must have been cold there in my shadow. That's yeah, that's rough. That's rough. What's that song about? It's like it's cruel. You One- were content to let me shine. That's your way. Okay, that song's dark. I need- One time I saw a mom sing that to her daughter at her daughter's bat mitzvah, and I've never. That's gonna be me. It was me in the future. Guys, <laughs> it in the meantime, make sure you check out eatfishwife.com for the coolest fucking tin fish. Oh, brand. yeah. What about the merch? Wait, we, can we talk about the fishwife merch? Because, yeah, we have a oh. limited capsule drop of like hot girls eat tinned fish merch in time for summer. So Th- those clothes, let me tell you something right now. And I say this as someone who's hunting on eBay every day. Those clothes are going to age like a fucking fine wine. They look cool now. They look cool next summer. You hold on to that. That will be the sickest shirt in 18 years. Okay. It's just a long game with those shirts. So buy it now. <laughs> weird in 18 years. And we did mm-hmm. them in collaboration with the guy who designed our packaging, Dan Bo. So, you know, he's the real deal. Uh, this summer, you guys, we have sardines coming out soon. Our amazing. <laughs> you know I love sardines. I love sardines. Do they have eyes? They are with bones, with skin, which is the only way I'll eat my sardines oh, for yes, the calcium. Yes, yes, yes. They have a little slice of preserved lemon in the can, packed in extra virgin olive oil from Galicia, Spain. They're amazing, limited drop. And then after that, we're finally going to have smoked salmon back in the store very soon. And the salmon is unbelievable. It's sourced traceable from the most amazing salmon farm in the Arctic in Norway. And it's just smoked and packed at a little family run cannery, as you know, in the Pacific Northwest, the salmon's amazing. The sardines are amazing. Can't wait for everyone to try everything. Oh my God. And I think by the time this comes out, my next sleepover by Esther drop is finally here. Twilight zone collection. Um, I know it's, it's, I'm so excited to share with you guys. So go to sleepoverbyester.com for that. And then there's a Barbie-themed one coming. Oh, my God. Esther, you know that I'm bidding on a Twilight Zone shirt for you. I was just going to say Twilight Zone merch. I'm bidding on something for you right now. If it gets too high, I can't get it for you. But I'm bidding on something for you. I'm going to outbid you. Um, And you guys, by the time – well, maybe by next month. So I'm doing a little show on, of all platforms – Pinterest, but check out my show, Hair For It, and it's going to be on Pinterest um, yes! like every week for the next few months. Oh my God, that's amazing. Clay, what are you going to do on it? Like show how to do... It's just going to be my stupid little fun hair tutorials, but in a little bit of a longer format. I love your hair tutorials. Oh my God, I just Googled Jar Jar Binks tie-dye shirt. They are $300. Mm-hmm. Can, okay. you, can you show it to the screen? This is... When I say I want this shirt more than I've wanted anything. Yeah, that that's that shirt is incredible. Oh, okay. I think I might just have to buy this. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna work on that. You guys, I love you so much. It's not goodbye, but hello, blah blah blah. Aloha. It must have been cold there in my shadows. <laughs> Glomes, we love you, and we'll see you soon. We'll see you on Instagram. I love you. Bye. Bye guys.
Podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.